Does the world have expectations that you can't meet or you refuse to meet? Welcome to The Not Guide. I'm your host, Alex Berg. I started this podcast because after college, I didn't see a lot of people being open about making mistakes or fucking up after. So I felt isolated and a loser because I felt like that. And I'm done feeling that way. So I'm going to tell you how it is while doing it the most terrifying method possible for me. Being vulnerable. Grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's get real. Um, This week I wanted to talk about self-confidence. Self-care isn't equal to self-confidence. This week is I'm joined by the amazing Jessica Jezik. Thank you so much for being here, Jessica. Thank you for having me. Um, So what has your self-confidence journey been like? So I talk about this a lot on my podcast. And for me, it's been easiest to talk about it around my professional life because I think we all have self-confidence struggles and I think they come out in different places. And so for me, it's come out in many places, but one place it really came out was professionally because that's where I really felt a need to prove myself. And for some reason, that was like a place within the realm of my life where I felt like I needed to come out positive and look good and do well. And um, I guess a lot of what I share on my show and like what I talk about and what I try to support other women in um, is that feeling of being out of place or being not good enough for where you are or questioning whether you belong, questioning whether you're good enough. And I went through a lot of that. And I think I'm just in general, someone who is really, really hard on myself. And I kind of, I can talk more, you know, about whatever you're most interested in, but I kind of like went on this journey of like being really hard on myself to allowing myself to get a little bit curious. Like I didn't go from like hard on myself to like all of a sudden I'm better, but just more room for openness, more room for questioning, like whether some of the things I was thinking is true. And I think I'm still kind of in that space of curiosity, which then moves into a space of more confidence and empowerment. But Mm -hmm. that's kind of what the evolution has looked like. And how long has that evolution taken you? Because it's not overnight. Oh my gosh, no. And honestly, it doesn't end. Like, I actually don't think, I mean, okay, I I don't want to say it doesn't end. I think that's real, though, that it doesn't end. Oh, where it's like, um, I'm starting out not feeling great, and then I'm feeling better, and then now I'm feeling empowered, and then I kind of start all over again, and I go through it again. But I'm going through it again, because in going through it the first time, my overall sense of self was elevated. And because it was, I was like, oh, I want this bigger thing in my life. And so I went for that bigger thing. And then I remembered what it was like to question myself. And I keep going through it again and again. Mm-hmm. But um, the changes and like just the process of going through that has been my whole life. Like I'm still going through it right now. I think I just, the thing that has shifted is I've allowed myself the permission to be in the process of it as opposed to seeing that I'm struggling and then like kind of being like, well, because this is happening and because I don't feel great, I'm going to put this label on myself that says I'm not good enough and I'm not where I should be. And I'm going to kind of shut down and stop trying and like look at myself in this really harsh and negative light. Instead, it's more like, oh, okay, um, I'm going through something. I'm in a process. I'm growing and it's uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean I'm going to be mean to myself. It doesn't, get, doesn't mean I'm going to stop trying. It just means like I'm going to allow myself to see this as growth and as challenge as 
a struggle and just be okay with that. And how was that turning point for you? Was it hard to accept that turning point or was it easier? Yeah, it was really, I mean, and like I said, it's like a continuous thing because I think life is always challenging in different ways, but it is hard because I think sometimes we hold on to something difficult because in a way it's kind of like a warm, cozy blanket. It's a way that we're used to being and acting and thinking. And I know for me, and I know for a lot of women, it kind of keeps us in a place of like not asking for things, not admitting what we want. And Um, staying in a much smaller space, but a space that feels less risky. And as soon as we kind of allow ourselves to like do the scary thing or go and do the thing we really wanted to do, or even just admit to ourselves that we want it before we even did anything, I think then all of a sudden there's like this fear of like, well, what if I really can't handle this? Like, you know, like what if this small space that I've been living in is really what it will ever be? And by me trying to explore it, I'm just going to be confronted with that and it's going to be so painful. So yeah, it's really hard. It's really scary. And like, that's kind of the journey that I've been on and that I love to talk about because I think it's so important for us to tap into our full potential. Like if we're not, then we're missing out and the world is missing out and it's such a loss. Right. But it's not been linear, right? Because it's, I know it's a cycle, but it's, you still fall off the wagon sometimes, right? Yes. (laughs) Constantly. It's not linear at all. I mean, like it's not linear. And at the same time, I can look back and just from a career perspective, I can look at kind of where I was mentally on day one and where I am now. And I can be like, wow, like even though it does not feel linear, I can still look back and say, I've made a ton of progress, but then I can guarantee you that over the next 30 days, I'm going to have a moment or a day or an hour and I'm going to feel like I'm in day one. And that's exactly how it's going to feel because that's part of it, I think. But then when I step back and look at what's happening, I can see that like I am spiraling upwards through those Mm -hmm. phases. Yeah. I love that you describe it like that in your podcast, the circ- the, like it's circular and it keeps going. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. Like that blew my mind. Oh, good. It, it <laughs> helps me not get down on myself when um, I'm in a bad place and I'm like, have I not improved? Like, am I still just struggling with these same struggles that I've had? Cause I'm like, no, I'm revisiting. It's time. We're going in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So How have you struggled with self-confidence personally? Like, I think it came up for me a lot in taking, not taking action, in inaction, basically. Um, And that's what inspired the name of my show. So it's called The Art of Speaking Up because what I realized was like a lot of the mindset struggles that I was having were coalescing in this experience of being in a conversation or a meeting or an interaction um, and either being silent in terms of sharing something that felt relevant or not fully sharing what I had and not fully bringing what I had. And this for me happened a lot in a professional context, but I think it also happens with us in life. But it's a layer of questioning and kind of this almost it's almost like instead of being in the, in the moment and just sharing what's coming up, you're constantly evaluating it and at the same time also shooting it down and questioning it, which means you only participate and you only bring the best of yourself when you're absolutely certain and you feel like there's no risk. And right. I think it deprives us of 
building confidence. It also deprives us of learning and being part of something in a bigger way. And I think it's such a great starting point for someone who is struggling, which is to start with those small situations where you had a little idea to share. And sometimes it's the smallest moment in a meeting. Like sometimes I'll just be like, listening to a conversation and a little idea will come and it's not earth shattering and it's not risky and it's not scary, but it's kind of the awareness in that moment of like, Oh, you just had an idea and you didn't say it. Why, why didn't you say it? And is, you know, can you say it is now maybe a moment where you can push yourself to do it. And I think it's just, it's a good way to start because I don't think everyone's necessarily ready to be the loud, bold person in the room. Right. So it's a nice starting point, which is like, uh, can I begin speaking up more and can I begin bringing more of my authentic self and my ideas to the table? And I think you're pushing through that stress and that uh, panic that you first feel when you first do it. Yes. Yeah. Tell you. Yeah, for sure. And I think like my relationship with panic and like my relationship with discomfort has evolved a lot through that too, because first of all, you, when you begin to do these things, you begin to realize that like you can detach from this pattern where you're like, oh, this is uncomfortable, so I'm not going to do it. And then you begin to change that to like, oh, this is uncomfortable, but I'm strong enough to be uncomfortable and I'm going to do it. And then once you're strong enough to be uncomfortable, you're like, holy cow, I can do whatever I want because I'm strong enough to be uncomfortable. So it doesn't matter. And then soon some of the things that used to make you uncomfortable don't. And you're like, whoa. And that's like, that's really, really powerful. And I think, you know, you can use it anywhere that applies to your career. It applies to your life. It can apply to so many things. Right. How does self-confidence affect other aspects of your life? So I think it's all interconnected. And I, I kind of believe that like we have a core sense of self and the more that we can strengthen that sense of self, the more we're going to bring confidence into other areas. And a lot of like what I've talked about and what I've kind of given as advice is to build confidence and challenge yourself in other contexts because I do believe it strengthens that core sense of self and then you bring it into these other situations and you're just stronger and that can really help you. Um, But at the same time, like I was saying before, I think we're all different and I think we're all going to have different contexts and different situations that kind of trigger us. And like, you'll see this in life where like, you'll, there'll be something that makes you super worried and like, just kind of puts you in a place of like, feeling like the smallest version of yourself and then you'll like see someone else who like isn't bothered by that at all but like they have their own weird thing that freaks them out and so we're all kind of different but I think knowing where it's going to come up is really really helpful because then you can know like oh okay this is just a situation that makes me feel this way what can I do to get through it right and because you've gained more self-confidence in the workplace that's probably helped like strengthen your bonds like impersonal and I don't know what else at this point the work-life balance is in my brain right now but like other aspects of your life right yeah for sure I think it's an overall like um just being okay with yourself and I think the more okay you are with yourself I think also the more you stop fearing failure or rejection in general. And so it's almost just like, I would say a sense of calmness and more acceptance, but um, it's, it's taken time to get there and it's, it's still an evolution. Yeah. And I think you hit it on the head. Like it's an evolution, even though you're at this point, you're, you're going to have another point. Eventually that's going to be 
the similar but it's different and it'll keep growing you for sure for sure it's there's gonna be like a hundred of them and i try to sort of like balance the seriousness of it and kind of like the seriousness of personal development and growth with like also like a little bit of a zooming out and like a little bit of a sense of humor of like this is just ridiculous <laughs> that like life is so bizarre and it's ridiculous that sometimes it's ridiculous that I find this challenging not to diminish it but just no. to bring like some lightness to it also because if you had heard it from somebody else's mouth it probably would have been easy but because it's your life it's different yeah totally mm -hmm. For sure. So what is one thing that you would like someone to take away from this podcast episode? I would like them to take away that um, your starting point doesn't matter. So I think a lot of times we want to change or we want to feel better. We want to be more confident and we consume advice and we think about like how that could look. But then I think we stop ourselves and I think we kind of say, well, like, I feel so immersed in self-doubt or I feel like this is such a challenge that like this advice isn't going to work on me or I might not be able to get there or like my gap between where I am and where I want to be is too big and I can never imagine closing it. And the whole point of all of this is to have to, to I guess, learn to get through hard things. And so it doesn't really matter where you are right now or where you perceive that to be like kind of like on the line from like failure to success, which is an illusion anyway. Like a lot of that's not real and we're very difficult. It's very difficult for us to evaluate, evaluate ourselves accurately. Mm -hmm. But even, even if you really are struggling and if you're like, no, things are really hard for me. Like, how am I going to feel better about myself? How am I going to believe in myself? It's, it's the same for all of us. We're all starting in some place of our lives in some context at this point where we feel like it's really, really hard. And I think the power is in just letting yourself be there and kind of like I said at the beginning, getting curious about whether it's true and about how it could shift or change. And so what I would want someone to take away is like growth is for everyone. Trying to feel better and feel more confident is for everyone. The fact that you are maybe not exactly where you want to be that's your opportunity. That's your starting point. That's where your story, like if your life was a movie script or a book, like that's your chapter one and right. you get to have as many chapters as you need. So don't worry so much that your chapter one is like this, what you perceive to be this crazy hot mess of a disaster. That's okay. You yeah. now get to write the book kind of everyone does. And that's like, I think, part of the magic of our lives and growth is this is all a decision and it might be painful and it might be like a series of 10 really long novels. I like it will be painful, but yeah, keep going. Yeah, but you get to start and I think that decision is something that we all can make and it's never perfect and I sort of feel like there's a lot of people trying to sell us perfect solutions to all our problems and like I yeah. said, it might be 10 or 100 really long books, but there's no point in just being like, well, chapter one is such a mess. I don't, I'm not even going to think about or get into chapter two because then you never know what's coming at the end. And I think for most of us, the thing that's coming at the end is going to be a good thing. Yeah. If anything, you'll be proud of how far you've come or who you are then. 
Yeah, exactly. And you learn so much along the way. And I think when we're in like the place of struggle or the moment of struggle, it's so hard for us to perceive anything else. Um, And so we really like I know for me, I can become really convinced of like, nope, this is the way it is. This is not changing. Life is horrible. I am horrible. This is horrible. And it's like this rigid. (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of us do it. Right. And so it's kind of like, okay, that when you're in that space, that feels real. Like you, you hear things and you're like, no, like this is what it is. But I think it's just like telling yourself, okay, this feels stuck. This feels real. This feels like it's a total dead end and there's nowhere to go. Um, And guess what? I'm not going to fix it right now, but I'm not going to totally convince myself that there is no chance of growth and I'm not going to totally shut down from possibility. And it's almost just like this little moment in time where we're like, can I just like, can I just give myself that little steer into a slightly more hopeful place? Even if things feel so difficult and like so dark right now, is there just like that little crack of light under the door that I can try to find and start to follow it. And it's hard to do, but I think that that can sometimes help. You're amazing. Oh, thank you. Oh, you are. I love you. Um, So I'm going to say the obstacle eliminator and then we'll tell the people listening how to find you. Cool. That'll be the rest of the podcast. Um, So our obstacle eliminator today is Maya Angelou, born Marguerite Annie Johnson on April 4th, 1928, and died May 28th, 2014. She was a writer, singer, civil rights activist, poet, and inspiration, and so much more. She wrote seven autobiographies, three books of essays, and several other books. She was honored with multiple honorary degrees, but to me, she's the epitome of self-confidence because of her poem, Phenomenal Woman, and how I saw a video one time of her and she was like you cannot call me by her first name and I thought that was like the epitome of like self-confidence that she was like unless you know me like Oprah you will never call me by my first name Mm. and I was like I felt like that was so much like self-worth that she put into herself that she was like "Uh uh-uh I'm not doing this bullshit Mm-hmm. I thought that was really amazing to me. And I also didn't really feel confident as a woman until I read her poem anyway. Oh so, my gosh, that's so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So tell our listeners how to find you. Yay. I have a podcast that I love. It's called mm-hmm. The Art of Speaking Up. And oh, thanks. And <laughs> yeah, a lot of what I've talked about, I talk about on there and I interview other women to get their perspectives. And um, probably the best way is the Instagram for the podcast, which is the handles the same, the art of speaking up. And I love helping people. Um, I'm a working woman. And so I kind of love mentoring and helping other women who are trying to figure things out. So if anyone's listening and feels like stuck in some way or could just use like a little bit of help or a little bit of support, Uh, my favorite thing in the entire world is when people DM me on Instagram. I'm glad. That's awesome. All right. That's it, everybody. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Every week, the goal is to tell a story, a point of view, anything really that doesn't fit the status quo, the so-called American dream, but someone's truth and reality.
Mostly it'll be me, but hopefully I'll get some interviews in here. If you get anything out of this, please let it be to be kind. With vulnerability comes assholes, but so much love also. So try to lead with the love. Okay, real talk over.